when you're when you're on video chat they flip the video yeah they flip your video yeah. it's very counterintuitive it's different but it, it you're seeing yourself differently than everyone else is seeing it because they want you to see yourself the way you see yourself in a mirror think about it just think about it next time you're on right. video chat. yeah mirrors man <laughs> <laughs> okay let's do it Hey, it's the Data-Driven Marketer. I'm Adam. I'm Brian. Welcome back for another hang in, uh, whatever we're going to call it, the workshop, the lab. I don't know. This is the fun thing about starting a new project. In the database? It'll turn into something, the database. Welcome back to the database, the data dump, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, at this point, I feel like it's worth acknowledging that this is, is the first episode of a podcast. And uh, anyone here either probably works with us or friends with someone who works with us, friends with someone who works with us, <laughs> I suppose has con has had contact with the company. I would hope, I would hope a bunch of uh, partners, customers, this is a, this or, is a corporate or you podcast. listen to us on our old <laughs> podcast, which is a different thing, but thank you for joining us. Yeah. So what this really is, is the official podcast for uh, NetWise. Um, so we're really here to talk about that realm, uh, ultimately B2B, uh, audience data and things like that. Uh, really it's going to be about digital marketing, I think. And, and I think broadly, probably the technology surrounding it, I, I, I find, uh, some of the most interesting conversations we have with customers and partners are around innovation in our marketplace, right? Business innovation and tech innovation. It's not just, uh, how how we sell things how you what people do with the things they buy from us right that's that's a little bit of the conversation but honestly a lot of our my favorite customer calls are the ones that go over an hour because we're like deep in discussion about what's going on behind the scenes right. of their business you know so i'm hoping to bring some of that here too yeah i mean i think the reality is that's what's going to happen because that's what excites you and uh <laughs> okay. me who are the hosts of this show <laughs> the no the but but really, it's a it's a thing where increasingly we uh, have conversations about marketing, and you know the short version of my background is uh, creative marketing. There it is. Um, <laughs> Very short. Your CTO, you, I'm director of comms at Netwise. Your CTO, but we've worked together on things like podcasts for a long time, talking about this kind of stuff, and it's exactly this kind of stuff because what we're excited about is the engineering side. The place where it gets weird and data y and 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 it's computer code hitting the thing that is out there happening in the right. world. And so like it 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 we keep using the phrase uh marketing engineer. <laughs> uh I think the other side of that is what we ended up naming the podcast, which is the data driven marketer, which right. is really like there's a new approach emerging to marketing strategy that looks way more like how we treat code and machines and the processes and, are way more scientific yeah, than like science, where yep. I spent the last 15 years, which was like in a room with a bunch of jokers throwing a racket, a ball around going, what if the horse's tail is purple <laughs> and everyone going, Oh yeah, put it in, <laughs> put it in the script. We just made a TV ad, right? Like, well, that's, that's the fun thing about <laughs> modern marketing is you get to do both. Right. I don't get to throw right. too many purple, purple um, horse tails into uh, 
into like our database structural design. Um, But when you get out to the creative part where the user interfaces, right, which is where marketing kind of lives, you get to do all that fun stuff. So. And so I think like right now there's, there's like a Venn diagram of data science and then like marketing department and they kind of clash sometimes because marketing's like, I just want to run a bunch of ads (laughs) and the data science department's like, well, we need to test this ad, this, this, this data set before you use it for you know, anything, strategy, targeting, that's a weird new thing. The fact that people are out there getting data science degrees. And I think, I think data-driven marketing or marketing engineering, whatever you want to call it, lives right in the middle of those two overlapping things. Well, it's an interesting time because data science, right, is part of every uh, department in a business these days, but marketing in particular, right, has these streams of information that have been digitized, right? It's the promise of digital advertising. It is data now. And marketing has always been uh, data-driven to some degree, right? Uh, there, there are classic formats for doing research reports and uh, top two box scores on how do you feel from one to five. And there, this is, marketing is, is rooted in data, but the promise is very different now, right? You have information at a scale uh, that you can do real, like really aggressive research, right? You can, when you, when your company and your business and your brand and your marketing reaches a certain scale, all of a sudden the decisions you make uh, can be really honestly 80% driven by numbers. Uh, and, and I say 80% because it's, the numbers are never, never a hundred percent truth, right? Everyone, everyone knows that even in even the scientific community is wrestling with that these days uh, on research papers, but it's, it's a really, really fun time, especially coming at it from the engineering side, right? Cause I'm a hobby, I'm a hobby creative person <laughs> and professionally I'm like a data person. Right. Right. Yeah, so we both build things in the garage on the weekend <laughs> for, for, you know, for fun and sometimes profit. So yeah, stick around, subscribe, like, and subscribe, do all the podcast things if uh, you want to keep listening, but, the intent ultimately is to have conversations in that that Venn diagram space, uh, sometimes about how to do marketing, sometimes about what's coming in the future, um, but all kind of living in that same sort of interesting space of, you know, software hitting our market and just completely changing how everything works. And we will be bringing in uh, awesome guests from our network, right? Our, uh, one of my favorite things about working here because uh, I'm, I'm relatively new to the marketing space uh, from an engineering perspective, but most of the company is just really experienced veterans in the space, right? We've got a lot of, a lot of decades working in uh, data at large companies, small companies, startups, public companies. It's, it's really fun. So the, the network of people we're going to be able to bring to conversations is going to be fantastic. We'll get our, uh, feet wet yeah, so, with ourselves so it, and then internally first, but right. So, well, I think what makes sense is before we jump in to sort of the, what do we mean by data driven and, and that aspect of it? Well, first, the other thing I wanted to say while you were saying that is, yeah, they just used to call it the accounting department. Like it just used to be spreadsheets and like, <laughs> Hey, here's our P and L statement for the year. Right. And let's try to make some strategic decisions based on that. Now there's insane incoming signal and it makes it more like, baseball which will get us to the thing where it's like oh (laughs) hey when stats hit the real world things completely behave differently but i think the place thing to hit 
real quick first is like, what's the netwise story, right? Cause you just talked about all the people that we can bring on just within the team, which I think is super exciting and a reason that people should subscribe and stick around, but also like, why should they care about these people? And part of it has to do with, we're doing this podcast on behalf of a company that's existed for 10 years as a background player in the space, which is super interesting. It means, you know, we have relationships inside of the ecosystem right. with all kinds of cool companies. Yeah, NetWise is a neat company. It got its start providing business data into into the programmatic advertising space. So uh, anyone who's familiar with that, right? It's it's running ads across the internet, across digital media uh, that lets you uh, reach specific demographics and firmographics for your ad campaigns. And so really specifically got started in that space. And we have some specific technological innovations that we'll we'll get to in later episodes that uh, enabled that and then enable where we are today, which is where we've really expanded. We're, we're a provider of business data, uh, business information about businesses and the people that work there for anyone doing B2B advertising, right? Business to business. Um, we don't, we don't do consumer advertising. So, uh, and, and again, a lot of really interesting innovations along the way that kind of helped us move through different areas. And now we really specialize in business data that lets you advertise across any channel on any platform true multi-channel, which you hear that concept a lot, right? As marketing teams become more sophisticated, as technologies become more advanced, uh, more companies are able to do advertising across channels, right? Like you can call your customers, your sales team can reach out and call, you can send emails, you can run digital ads, you can run ads on search and Google, you can send things through the mail, right? That's multi-channel. And uh, our, one of our real innovations is uh, enabling the data set that crosses all those channels uh, and then building great tools and and great services that let our customers access that data and implement it in their systems and use our website uh, to build audiences and activate them and, and just run really great campaigns, right. In, in a really complex environment. So. Yeah. So exactly. It's 10 years of experience in a complex space. We're going to have stuff to talk about for the duration of a podcast season, <laughs> a year at least. So stick around. Um, yeah, so let's kind of jump into this one. So, so how did we get to the, you know, the data-driven marketing concept from, from, you know, where we stand, like what, how would you define data-driven marketing, I guess? You know, really interesting question. Cause it's, it's pretty broad, but I would say any, any marketing, right. It's teams, people, individuals, companies, uh, that are trying to reach customers with a message that, that's marketing, right? You're trying to share information with them or uh, teach them about something, get them to come to your brand, get, to, get them to buy something. And so anytime you're doing analysis of that information, right? If you're even, honestly, even just strategically thinking about things, right? E- even the stuff we joke about, that's more the creative side, right? There's that's, that's data-driven. You're thinking through your experience, uh, in the world, you're thinking through how you respond to things, um, how you've reacted to ads you've seen, how your purchasing behavior uh, is in in the real world, and that is touching on it. And that's that's where I think people initially go with marketing because their exposure is typically through consumer advertising and through branding of big companies. That the psychology of consumer advertising is very different. So when you move to business B two B advertising, that psychology is still there at a big scale, but there's there's often a more functional approach to it. Um, and we can get into the subtlety of this because it actually comes down to market size and the money you can spend and, and 
there's some interesting reasons why consumer advertising goes into this psychological space. But often the average business is just trying to reach customers. They're just trying to get people to reach out to their sales team and they're trying to sell something. So the data-driven approach is saying, I only have a fixed budget. I have a fixed amount of time. I have a fixed amount of, of manpower and I have a fixed number of products, right? And you have to juggle that stuff. And to do it efficiently, right, you have to look at what's available and you have to analyze it. You have to take in your numbers, your budget, the performance of things, who you're trying to reach, what you're trying to reach them with, and any amount of analysis there, right? Any area of that that you're analyzing, you're starting to be a data-driven marketer. So uh, business to business is really an interesting place. And I think probably where it's the most initially relevant and where it's probably the most functional, right, to be thinking of and being acting as a data-driven marketer. Uh, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's the, it's certainly the clearest pasture in terms of the place where undeniably you can use the stuff that we're talking about. I think we're living during interesting times and hmm. there's the conversation around consumer privacy and things like that, that I think a lot of stuff's got to be figured out there, which we also have opinions on that we'll talk about <laughs> here. Um, but but ultimately staying in the business space, like nobody argues with the idea that like, I want a tool that will help me be better at my job. And I will use any tool that will help me be better at that job because that's how I feed my family. <laughs> right. Totally. It's so, a very, it's a very practical <laughs> place to work. Uh, right. Cause you go to your job and you're there to like do work. You're there to knock off your to-do right. list. You're there to sell more product. You're there to support the team that's selling the product, whatever. It's not, there's there's emotion and and we can get into in other episodes really interesting time right now where personal lives and business lives are mixing and that's especially relevant for our company as a as a seventy five percent remote company but uh, the the when you're marketing in in a business space when you're marketing to other businesses it is it's, it can be very matter of fact right and and data driven marketing actually allows that to happen. Uh, and I think one of the one of the themes that I'm sure is going to come up a lot on this podcast is what is the end goal, right? What are we working towards? Because we're in we're in the infancy of all this stuff, right? The internet relatively still new, right? Twenty five years old that people are aware of it and using it. Probably only ten years for most Certainly people with their compared smartphones. to human history. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, even even in terms of modern marketing, right, starting in, yeah. in the early twentieth right. century. So I really would say smartphones. So we're fifteen yeah. years in. So. Yeah. Which is a perfect segue kind of to the, to the next thing to hit, I think, which is like, why? Why why are we at a point where we're talking in such grandiose terms about <laughs> these crazy paradigm shifts? And it comes down to like, it's not about the definition of marketing. It, the, the point of marketing is to reach people, right? Potential customers, people that might consume your idea, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you do that via forms of media, whether that's like a book or a newspaper or a magazine or a radio show or a TV show or a blog or, or a phone like, call or a text message with there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Phone call, text message, like until smartphones, we didn't have at scale, a form of media that requested of its viewer that it talk back to us. I mean, like, yeah, you call a radio show, but how many people <laughs> here actually call a radio show and, you know, All right. Shout at Rush Limbaugh. Like, the real shift here that you've already alluded to that makes it so we can behave this way in this data-driven way is that all of the platforms, Facebook, Google, Apple, even like because they're digital communication systems, I can send a message out to see if it resonates with the people that I'm trying to reach. 
and I can get signal back on whether or not they're they're buying it, right. consuming, converting, uh, whatever it is, right? Like, is it working to reach the people that I think will benefit from my product? That's crazy because even cable TV it was like literally the reporting system was you got volunteers who did it for fun to fill <laughs> to out, out scantrons. Yeah, yeah, while they watched TV, so you could get a reporting on who was actually watching. You know, well, it's like the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> it's unavoidable <laughs> to discuss right now, really, what the ideal situation is because it's it's what you're trying to do with modern data driven marketing, and there's a lot of stuff going on right now that is. Uh, represents this, but the the end goal, right, as a B two B advertiser, a B two B marketer, right, you're selling your business product, your business, you're selling your product to another business. Your your goal is to find a person who wants to buy your thing right now. That's it, <laughs> right? That's hard to do, right? But you know, there are people there who there are people out there who want to buy it. There are people, and then you, you then you kind of stray from that a little bit. Then it's like, okay. I found a few of them. I can't find them all. So now I'm going to look for people who want to buy my product, but maybe not till next month. Right. And then you're like, all right, I found a big batch of them. Let me expand it again. People who may want to buy my product, who it's probably relevant to, who maybe want to buy it in the next three months. Right. So you're trying to get to a very specific thing, right? You're trying to drive purchase behavior. And this is true of all marketing, but again, it's, it's very specific for the average uh, the average company doing digital marketing. You don't have all this other complex, high-level marketing stuff going on. So what enables you to do that in the modern world, right? There are all these channels. There are all these digital channels now where it's one-to-one. That's kind of what you were alluding to earlier with like Nielsen ratings. When it was people filling out books, they were that data was taken in as an aggregate. And then it's like this TV show tends to have these demographics watching it. But now with with the promise of digital, uh, and this is not always quite this case, but you're going after the individuals, you're going after the company, you can you can really reach out and be very specific and explicit and target very small groups that are relevant to what you're selling. And ultimately, all of the squishiness around marketing, like a lot of people like to complain about it, too many ads, but I don't need extra emails, I don't need extra phone calls, whatever. The end goal here is for data-driven marketers, data-driven marketing, digital channels to be so good that you ultimately, you see an ad when you need a thing and you go buy the thing, everyone's happy, right? That's 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 like the, the blissful, uh, perfect space that someday maybe we'll get to that, right? That's kind of that's where we're heading. You can see that in a lot of digital places. So if you have that in mind, that's what you're working towards as a, as a digital marketer these days. Uh, that gets to kind of the broader question, which is like, what do we mean in these conversations we'll be having on this podcast when we say data? Because I think that's a word that's going to get thrown around a lot <laughs> in the next few years as we try to figure this stuff out. And like, yeah, some of it is about what companies have in a database regarding you and your behavior in their system and, and stuff like that. Uh, but but the way we think of that from a marketing standpoint is whatever uh, sort of regime emerges out of that system, like the way that I can refine that, that what you just described is by looking at that signal that is coming back, whatever that data is, right? So when I say data-driven, it's not like identity data-driven. It's just what is the incoming signal and how do you respond to that ultimately in a way that is, you know, sort of more mathematical than just some 
ad director coming in and going, I got a gut feeling that just do it is going to kill <laughs> when it comes to selling tennis shoes. Right. Right. Um, well, that's, this is, there's so much interesting stuff to say here. Right. Cause I'm focusing on what I just said a minute ago is like the end goal, right? It's, it's the, it's the perfect scenario, but right away you run into issues, right? There's a, there's a scale concept in marketing and it, and it tears up so many places, right? There are only so many people who are actively in market to spend money on your product today, right? So if you want to be nurturing your leads, right? Classic comment in, in, in digital marketing, especially these days with content marketing, you need to all of a sudden expand that scale out and you're in, you get into the squishier area where uh, I need to be advertising to maybe a thousand different companies. I need to be uh, informing them about my product. I need to be having them thinking about me as they're reviewing other potential options. I want them coming to my website. I want them seeing my brand name and just do it is, is a great example of like the highest level uh, of like psychological marketing on a consumer product, right? It's it's a brand that's so big and so prolific that everyone in the world knows Nike and they spend so much money on advertising that they've accomplished all the lower level stuff, right? They're in front of everyone all the time. So now they're literally, uh, I'm trying to think of a word that doesn't sound, have a negative connotation like brainwashing, but they're literally programming you to think that slogan all the time. It's the it's because of their size and their scope and their scale right. and their, their volume. So you have all these really interesting layers uh, and you can play off all these all these scales like Ma Mav Mavlov's. What's that dude? What's that dude's name? Maslov. <laughs> Maslov, right? Yeah. It always feels like the wrong name. Maslov's, Maslov's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Hugely important in marketing, right? All your different steps line up with that if you're right. uh, at the right scale. But again, the average company, data driven marketing. There's a really fun place to get started there. It's very analytic. It's very straightforward. Right. Uh, well, and so the cool thing is you used to not be able to get incoming signal except at a certain scale. We're selling shoes. We're selling millions of them. It doesn't right. matter what our ads say as long as they're cool, right? Uh, that's that's a function of scale. Now that we have that feedback coming in, it gets to the interesting, like, the what it looks like when software eats a space like this <laughs> is everything that can become Moneyball, including the most sacred of statisticians hobbies baseball <laughs> can become data driven and it can work right right which means that you know now you're talking on a small business scale you can sincerely optimize your marketing spend to get your idea out there and do stuff right. you just you kind of have to think about the marketing world differently well you make a great you make a great point here and there's there's an awesome diagram that i need to sketch up after this to go along with this episode but as as the granularity of the analysis, as the data-driven component here, right, as digital provides more and more information at a smaller and smaller scale, marketing in terms of, right, as in terms of proactively reaching out with broad-based messaging to a market, uh, as opposed to talking to individuals and selling something or selling something through a store, marketing becomes available to more businesses. Because you're right, 50 years ago, you just, as a small business, it was very, very difficult for me to invest in marketing in like a regional newspaper and know that I was having any effect. Because to really know you had to go do complex analysis. And there, there are all kinds of ways that this was done, right? You'd send people out in the field, you'd interview people before you run an ad in a newspaper, you interview the population afterwards. You can't do that as a small business. But now what's different and what I don't think people always appreciate is that smaller and smaller businesses, all the way down to individuals, right? An individual person now can run ads in a digital capacity and get real signal 
that helps them make intelligent decisions for their their business. And now marketing, which kind of always has that joke of what's the what's the classic line? I I know 50% of my marketing works. I just don't know which 50%. More and more yeah. and more companies now can justify that and really be productive as a business. And and it's the data-driven part, right? It's it's the granular analytics that's enabled uh, by the modern digital channels. So that's what we're here to talk about. If that was interesting, stick around for more. Like and subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'll put links in the description for anything cool, like if Brian does that little illustration. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, thanks for hanging out for the first episode of The Data-Driven Marketer. I'm Adam. Good one. And I'm Brian. Take it easy, everybody. Bye.